five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh. For the WDMA, we search the world for marketing news every day. Glad to see you. Make some comments. I got the thing queued up. I don't know if it's working unless somebody says hi. So, oh. Okay. Um, first, with another one of the drums, drums, top 100 commercials of all time. That's in resource. And this one was funnier than I remember. And uh, so let's get that. Let's get that. Let's get that. Let's get started with that one. Here we go. Mike, what is your deal, oh, man? Oh, come on, man. You've been riding me all day. Mike, you're playing like Betty White out there. That's not what your girlfriend said. Oh, baby. Eat a Snickers. Better? Better. Hey. That hurt. You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. Okay. <laughs> so that was from the 20, 2010 Super Bowl. And not only did it... Uh, was it funny? And it happens to be there's some science behind it that, uh, you know, uh, as a member of the Orthodox Church, we fast. Today's a fast day. I don't know that Snickers would be on the list of things I can eat, but uh, there is <laughs> but there is a list. But a lot of times I just try to eat a lot less. And uh, my wife says, you're so grumpy on fast days. And so there's some science behind that, I have to say. Um, there are other things you can eat besides Snickers to, 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 to deal with your grumpiness, but, uh, it not only did it boost Snickers sales, but it also reignited Betty White's career. And she did a number of, of things between 2010 and 2010 and when she passed away. So that was really, really wonderful. You know, I don't know how she managed to to take that tackle though i i don't think i could handle that i have to say anyway let's, let's get over to the pdfs okay amazon prime day started yesterday and we have some initial results in that it was up about 20 percent from last year in terms of the average orders placed uh 46 percent of households i'm guessing that's prime households or something um Okay, as of there were 17,000 Prime Day orders from 8,000 unique households. You know, I don't know what 46% of what. That's certainly not 46% of America. <laughs> oh, 46% placed two or more orders by that time. Yeah, and this, you might as well be, you might as well do that because, you know, free shipping and all that. Okay, last year only 36% of households shopping on Prime Day had had two or more orders so it looks like things are up i talked with somebody from amazon yesterday a little bit and they said that the warehouses are humming and that's much how much we know anyway uh twitter just the other day said that it's calling one million bots per day um you know there's a lot of debate about how much of the um of twitter is fake <laughs> But one thing we got to give it is that it is that it um, there was an article I ran across. I didn't I didn't PDF it and bring it over. But uh, it's one ex Twitter executive said that they really got a kick out of the fact that Trump used Twitter so much that it was the voice of 
political, uh, you know, political debate or something in in the world. And, uh, you know, so, you know, people are, are saying that that because of Twitter's amount of fraud that they tolerate and, and most of those million are are blocked before they ever get to post anything there, you know, it's, it's the they don't make it to anybody's feed. Uh, and, you know, Twitter says that uh, the 5% number is about even with with Facebook. Now, uh, so my wife, my wife and I were talking about the Musk deal and whether or not if let's say Twitter really has 20% bots, does that mean it's not influential? No. Right. I said, you know, let's say you did a TV commercial and and in the old days, it was always AC Nielsen. I don't know. They they have all sorts of things now when they measure cable and when they measure TV over the over the computers. Um, but let's say so. So you say, OK, so I paid a billion dollars or uh, <laughs> I paid five million dollars for a 30 second spot on the Super Bowl. And, you know, I don't know, a billion people were watching, let's say. Well, how do you verify that? You know, the only verification is the, the company that verifies it and they tell you a number. And, you know, it may be that we're actually playing Monopoly with the Super Bowl going in the background or we're eating a pizza and we're not looking at your ad at all. You know, you just never knew how many people were actually really watching. So Twitter's in about the same spot. You know, maybe it's 5%, maybe it's 20%. On the other hand, looking at it from the other direction, we know that Twitter's important to, uh, you know, to global conversation somehow, right? Um, you know, it's it's a direct link for me to some very, very influential people. Um, I don't do much. Well, I guess, you know, I could say I don't do much with Twitter, but I post this show live every day, uh, pops up on Twitter. So um, I guess I'm probably in the, you know, in the top 10% or something of people uh, with the number of tweets, you know, like I probably am with with YouTube is a number of posts. So anyway, it you know, for advertisers, it's sort of like you get what you get. You know, how much how much value is there in the Coca-Cola banner on the outfield wall in the Little League Park in your town? <laughs> Does that sell a lot of Coke? It's unmeasurable. Can't even tell. So, um, you know, one of the reasons that that the big players have tolerated bots i think is because the bots you know the bots give what looks like engagement the bots give what looks like clicks you know even if it's completely baloney and so it it inflates the numbers now bottom line uh we're going to go over here to the next article and bottom line the trend is to look at actual conversions <laughs> you know and then that kind of cuts through the clutter if you can trace it back to some particular medium so in that sense i think elon musk is probably out of line in thinking that because twitter may or may not have more bots that it's not somehow that somehow he's out of the deal because they were they did you know they were deceptive well maybe advertising is all deceptive who knows but anyway so most map marketers track brand performance, but more than half struggle to identify data insights. Okay, from Lori Sullivan. And um, 
You know, I always scratch my head when I get to media post and look at their graphs. This is the largest company size. They interviewed about a thousand or they surveyed about a thousand marketing executives, CFOs and CMOs and CM or CEOs or something. Uh, and they um, across 600, 650 professionals in marketing communications and 500 professionals in China. Um, so here's the biggest ones. Here's the smallest ones. Here's the next smaller, the next large, smaller, the next larger. Here's here the next larger. Here's the next. So it around, which is a shame because I think is a shame because I think looking at it, larger ones have trouble using the right tools. That's red red box. They have trouble using the using the right tools, but their biggest problem is is Boy, this is hard to read here. Make it bigger for a minute. Is reading data to extract conclu conclusions or actionable insights. So the largest companies say they can't do our, our, uh, they can't do actionable insights. The smallest companies don't seem to have really the problem with that. Their problem is more using the right tool data insights. That's their their biggest thing. But you know. It's like I said, it's really these should be all like this by each group. So you could see so you could see the way the problems changed from group to group from company size to company size. <coughs> There's also probably too many many breaks to really be meaningful, a really meaningful difference between all of these between all of these. So but anyway, back to the <coughs> excuse me. My voice is getting a little raspy. Um, the focus has shifted, this is the point I want to make, from awareness and engagement to measuring consumer conversion. It's a big shift. It's a shift. It's a big shift because advertising has always tried more for awareness because of the problems, you know, of the ad on the Super Bowl. Who's playing Monopoly? Who's eating pizza? One Super Bowl, I had my computer, on my computer was watching, watching, um, I was watching Brett Favre and two other Super Bowl winning quarterbacks talking about the game. They could all, they couldn't show the game on on the feed that I was watching live a live stream, but they could show these quarterbacks, and um, it was really it was really funny. It was way better than the game. Was I and so I wasn't seeing seeing the ads as it happens. Anyway, so the focus is going to consume to consumer conversion, and by conversion I think we mean some kind of measurable response, right? Which means direct marketing. Okay, this this was also interesting. 34% of CMOs and 51% of CTOs, chief technology officers, say they believe marketing data is unreliable. And of course, a lot of it's because we dump it all in like third-party data and we have very little idea of how that was gathered and what it really is telling us. Stephen Picard, associate managing editor at Publicis Sapient, who did the survey, said the future of measurement has never been so uncertain. You know, and uh, so we're going to shift the spinning straw into gold book. I'm working on the next edition on the next edition and the shift is going to be more in this direction not so much modeling per se because 
if you model with nonsense, if you model with straw, then you're out of luck. So how do we take the straw and make it usable? How do we get some assurance that it can be used? And how do we prove it in the real world? <clears throat> Over half of marketers struggle to identify it's from their data, even though, even though over 90% of marketers are trend performance. So what we can, you know, we know what we're spending, where, where, and we know what what sales are, but you know, a lot of times, like Procter and Gamble cut their digital spend 40% and sales went up. So there's other factors. There's too many other variables in the real world. This 51.36%, you know, this is significant. This a piece you should add on, add on. When there's only a thousand people in the survey, you can't go to thousands of a percentile. That's, it just doesn't make any sense. So anyway, but 51% believe actionable insights is an issue. Now, I've got another one queued up, which says that this all depends on AI, but I don't think, you know, it wasn't that well written. We're just going to camp out on this one for a bit. Part of the way you design a marketing campaign for actionable insights is you have to think about what the actions are you might be wanting to take down the road. You say, well, is digital does digital have more impact than, you know, another medium. Uh, you have to figure out a way to test that. And it's not the number of clicks that the medium generates, probably. It's probably something more toward conversions, as pointed out above. How do you set that up? Well, that's been the business, my business, for the last 40 years. Helping companies adapt their marketing puzzles to actionable insights. And it's not as simple as what tool do we use. You know, that's sort of the the message you get from from the next article, which I'm going to skip. So, if you're, you know, I had a, I had a great conversation yesterday with Russ Davis, um, who ran a big piece of of Colony Brands for for decades. Um, super nice guy, I really like Russ. And we talked about some of these issues and how, you know, you can have the tools, but you know, it's a it's like I had a friend who who flew aggressor bombers for the Navy, you know, miles an hour at 50 feet off the deck, as they say. And, um, and he told me about how Top Gun was very realistic, but he told me that they got a bunch of things wrong, which they fixed in the new one. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to just seeing the flight scenes because of this friend who told me never to tell his mom what he did, how he flew just, you know, the, the, the experiences he would share. But anyway, uh, he said the way pilots, the, the, the best pilots are the bombers, not the fighters, because you might get in one dogfight your entire career. But if you're flying a bomber, you're flying 600 miles an hour at 50 feet, if you just daydream a second, you're dead. <clears throat> you're just dead. You fly into the side of a cliff. And so the thing that kills pilots is they focus on one instrument. They lose sight of the big picture. They lose sight of the cliff that's looming in front of them at 600 miles an hour. And so it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's an epistemology thing. It's, a, it's an experimental design thing. 
you know, my master's is in philosophy of science. And largely, how does scientific data give us insight into the future? And there's pieces in it that we all ignore to our peril. We ignore, you know, we run tests, but we don't extrapolate the test to an explanation and then retest to a theory where you actually get enough evidence piled up that you can project into the future. Predictive modeling is just a, a complete misnomer. What it is is a better sort of the past. <clears throat> so if you need more insights, apparently 91% or something, 51% <laughs> at least, half of you out there need insights into your data. What we've done for 25 years is we've actually taken the data and done data audits, forensic analysis to find the insights that you might be missing. And so, you know, call with questions. You know, I don't send a bill when you call. Uh, the WDMA is at your service. The show notes are down below, uh, WDMA.org. Subscribe and we'll take care of you. Have a great day. Like and share. Oops. Oh, yeah, most of the data, most of the data is sorted. And here's that same statistic. Researchers consider reading data to some data to some insights to be an issue. It's repeated. Must be important. Most of the measurement is self-reported by the people. You know, as I said, Twitter self-reports. Facebook will tell you how it did, how it did, how the click-throughs went. So you're trust. So you're trusting. You know, it's the fox watching the hen house. You know, the responsible until he gets hungry. Anyway, have a great day. Bye bye. Great day. Bye bye.